Hello. Hi. Oh, look at this. Y'all heard Capital One and y'all thought I got my credit right. Okay. Okay. I already know, Stacy. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm fantastic. And how are all of you all? You look beautiful. You sure do. Happy holidays. <laughs> Listen, welcome to the first ever live oh politics podcast event. So, you know, tonight is all about lifestyle entrepreneurs, and I couldn't have thought of a better place to do that than the new Capital One Cafe in Chinatown. Give them a round of applause. This is great. Isn't it great? I love it. I mean, and the artwork. (laughs) Stunning. I'm like, there's so much Paul here. There's so much class (laughs) in this place. I can't quite put my finger on it. Ah. There's something there. There's something there. Now listen, it's holiday shopping season. Have y'all been shopping? Yeah. So I know you all love Amazon and all the big online stores, yeah. but I've been doing a lot of local shopping. I like local entrepreneurs. Yes. I get out in the streets and because I do all the shopping, then I can come back and tell y'all what I prefer. What do you think about that? Oh my God. So here's the first ever <laughs> Paul Prefers. Give me a little background music. (laughs) Now, this is a very special edition of Paul Prefers because a lot of these stores and the owners of the stores are here in the audience. They are. We're really happy that you're here. And I have not been paid for these endorsements. Well, 99% of them. (laughs) Somebody probably slipped me something one way or the other. You haven't been paid in the open. I haven't really been paid. But anyway, so y'all, yesterday I decided, I went to Whole Foods. I'll tell you the real story. I went to Whole Foods to buy flowers and the flowers sucked. Okay. Really? And so I, they, they, they were crazy. They were terrible. Oh, Maybe because okay. they're right there by the cold open door. Yeah. Know, the door opens and it's cold exposed. and then it wilt, wilt, wilt. So, yeah. you know, I had recently met um, Stacy Lee Banks. Is Stacy here? So Stacy and her sister, they own Lee's Flower Shop yes. on U Street. Y'all know Lee's? I'm sure you've driven past it. Yeah. Lee's Flower Shop yeah. is the bomb. Their grandparents started that place in the 1940s and it is absolutely fabulous so if you need fresh flowers y'all have to go to lee's flower shop i'm gonna definitely shout them out maggie o'neill maggie she's right there (laughs) who says art isn't a lie that's right this is a loud hooping it on up night who says art is not alive in dc well maggie o'neill is here to tell you otherwise listen if you order online, MaggieO.com by tomorrow, you can still get her prints and all of her other unique gifts nice. in time for Christmas delivery. Nice. Right, Maggie? <laughs> Check her out, the most fabulous artist in D.C. And speaking of fabulous, let's give a special shout out to Pam Chofala from A Beautiful Closet. Woo! Yes. They're in the wharf. They right? are in the wharf. This is the premier spot for trendsetters looking for clothing and accessories for Christmas and beyond at great prices. So thank you, Pam. That is so true. You can really feel like a, a million docs, a yeah. million bucks because you can pull your Capital One card out and it <laughs> and will go through. just buy anything you want. <laughs> it will swipe. Nobody will be looking at you funny. Nobody pulls out their scissors or anything. Yeah. You can go to Beautiful Closet and get everything you need. That's right. And Pam is super approachable. So if you have any questions, please approach her. That's right. She'll help you out. So <laughs> Kelly McCord, where is Kelly McCord? Back there in the back. Kelly Kelly is at the Darcy Hotel on Scott Circle. For those of you that know me, I'm always at Siren by RW. 
That is my cheers. Yeah. I don't like to refer to myself as a bar fly, but if I were one, I'd be that, flying yeah. around that place. Yeah. So Kelly is in charge <laughs> of events. If you need an event thrown, Kelly is your girl. She's fabulous. And Paul prefers the Darcy Hotel. <laughs> Marcia Dyson, right up front. Y'all know yes. Mama Sia. Who knows Mama Sia? Give her a round of applause. Everybody this is my knows godmother. Mama Sia. So she's the head of Women's Global Initiative, but she's also a partner at Nutra Lounge in Georgetown. Yes. Now they are the most innovative intravenous revitalization clinics in DC. You know what that is? So they give you the IV drip when you've been out the night before. Some yeah. of you know. Some of you know. Oh, he's like, what's that? I don't know. I never get hung over. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that happens at Neutral Lounge. So check them out at NeutralLounge.com. Uh, and we also want to recognize Lisa Bolden. Lisa. Woo! Lisa is from L is a Luxury Collection. Lisa designs and manufactures exquisite, unique, and luxurious glassware that is a must-have for this holiday season. Where are you, Lisa? Where is She's she? She's in the back. Okay, here we are. Hey, Lisa. <laughs> All right, Dr. Farzana Rahman right up here. Happywiseandwell.com, a company that specializes in corporate wellness and health coaching. Ooh, some of y'all need that. LDR. We LDR. all need it. <laughs> well, listen, you cannot be doing well in business without being happy, wise, and well. And she's yeah. got it all figured out. So if you need a good corporate health coach, there's your girl right there. Yes. And speaking of coaches, let's recognize Patrice Patrice Ford Lynn. Is she here? Hi, oh, of course she is. She's in the second row. She is one of the most sought after life coaches in the country. So whether stuck in your personal uh, or professional life, she'll help you thrive. Uh, she is a beautiful, badass, black, immigrant, queer woman. Work with her and your greatness is non-negotiable. Oh. Well, okay. <laughs> All right. I thought I was doing something. Let yeah, I was like, okay. Let me get my LGBTQIA yeah. in order. All right. Yeah. You got right. me by a couple of those a couple of those <laughs> letters. Okay, Caitlin Gritty. Caitlin Gritty is my new neighbor at Metro Offices. You know, Aww. I've been with Metro Offices for about eight years. I've been at the Metro Center location right around the corner. I just moved to 1250 Connecticut Avenue. And this lovely blonde woman who's a partner at a law firm right next to me says, Hi, I remember you from MTV Made. I'm like, Who's, who sent you? <laughs> Whenever I hear MTV Made, it just reminds me of how old I am. <laughs> that was a long time ago. But I'm shouting, thank you, thank Aww, you. I'm shouting you out because you're a 33-year-old female partner at a major law firm. And so for that get it, reason, girl. get it, get it. I'm telling you, you got it going on. All right, and let's also recognize Jennifer Ann. She is a yogi and yoga instructor and sleep specialist. She's also a journalist with The Line DC and a local artist. You can find her at Janan, yes, Janan, Weebly.com, and she is... Yeah, she's fabulous. Yeah, she's amazing. She so all that. check her out. Yeah, she that's check enough. Check her out. I don't even need to read everything else. They, that's enough. She's so, a yogi and exactly. a sleep specialist. And you have that so in thank common. You. <laughs> because when I first met Stacy, she was teaching yoga at the yeah, White House. Yeah, that's right. I was teaching yoga. Yeah. On with the shout-outs because it's not quite done yet. Because, you know, it ain't <laughs> no fun more. if the homies can't have none. Do you all know what I mean? <laughs> it, it can't be all about me. I mean, my picture's already on the wall. <laughs> And on the billboard, I mean, haven't I taken enough? All right, so I'm still here talking about other people. Janelle okay. Gladden, 
is not just my makeup artist, but she's also a fabulous jewelry designer. Janelle, show your face. Hi, Janelle. Zenobia Jewelry by Janelle. Also, Zenobia Jewelry by Janelle.com, right? Zenobia by Janelle.com. Fabulous jewelry, or if you need a good beat, that's your girl. <laughs> yes, and let's also give a special warm welcome to Tori Sudan. She is in the house here. Say hello to Tori. She is the owner of the Tori Sudan Shoe Collection. She Hi, specializes in timeless statement shoes, and she's located at Tyson. So check her out. Yeah, and Tyson's Mall, right? That's right. She has Tyson's too. Oh, Tyson's, Tyson's one. one. Okay, yes. wow. So Tori has a major shoe store. You yes. have to check it out. And you know yes, because beautiful. you've been shopping, right? That's my godmama. She shops. Oh, and she's a Spellman woman. There I you love go. It. Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> now, so you all ask where I get my skincare treatments, right? Because you always see me on my Insta stories with my hydrafacials and the M sculpt, you know, the thing where you do 20,000 sit ups in a half hour, but you don't do anything but watch Netflix. Okay. <laughs> That's my kind of yeah, workout. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's how I want to do it. <laughs> well, Z does that. Z is my partner in holding back the years. She is at the Batar Cosmetic Institute. Hey, and I'm telling you, when I tell you I get lost in her eyes, of course, I'm laid out on the table. I probably pop something. I don't know. I'm like, oh, Z, I think I love you. She's like, I know, I know. But she is fantastic. You're trying to really pull it all together, your skin, your body. This is the one. You need to get her card. She's at batarinstitute.com, but you got to go to Z. She is the one. Thank you, Z. Thank you, Z. So, you know, just a special shout out to LDR Consulting and my friend Pat O'Connor, Patches. You know why? Because they do so much good in the community. This consulting firm, I met them when they were just like a couple of them, right? There was like three people in the office, and they've grown and they've grown, but they never forget the community, and they're always out, I think one day a week, they get out in the community and they really do a lot of good. So shout out to LDR Consulting. I don't know what y'all do, but I know you do a lot of good. <laughs> hey, Patches. <laughs> I call him Patches, and so now everybody in his office calls him Patches. <laughs> he hates me for it. I don't know. I love I it. All right. Know. Is Adam Alfonso here? Where's Adam? Hey, hey Adam. Adam. Adam is from Pulse House Fitness. And they are redefining group fitness through innovation, inclusion, and heart. Their calorie-incarcerating group fitness workouts are curated so you can crush barriers. Ooh, that sounds really intense. <laughs> By the way, if my head looks weird going up and down like this, I just got glasses for the first time in my life because I need them. I love your glasses. But I got progressives, so you know there's like reading down here, distance <laughs> in the middle, and so... The man at the store, and I go to Insight Opticians, and they are fabulous. Yeah. They're right on F Street. Yeah, right around the I corner. I got the same uh, designer that Oprah got. So Oprah buys her glasses there, so of course I had to go there. <laughs> if it's good enough for Oprah. All right, it's good enough for this guy. Yeah. He couldn't see a thing in that picture. Couldn't. <laughs> you like, don't have to see. You just have to smile. Who I think, I, I think I'm where I'm supposed to be. I think I'm where I'm supposed to be. So anyway, so as I'm reading this, I'm like, if, if my head's not in the right place, can't see a thing, but I look like I can, right? <laughs> okay, you're supposed to say yes, Paul. Okay, that sounds great. Well, on to the podcast. Give everybody a big round of applause, <sighs> yes, though. Yes, thank you so much for coming. Howard Cromwell, I see. 
I see so many, Michelle Schoenfeld, so many creatives yes. in the audience. If you weren't acknowledged, I didn't do it on purpose. I love you dearly. Um, this evening is really just about celebrating this. Yes. 2018, I'm sure was great for a lot of you, maybe not so great for some of you, but 2019, we are about to work that thing out. That's right. That's right. We're looking gonna forward, work looking forward. And with all of the resources that the Capital One Cafe is now offering, and they didn't tell me to say this, I didn't have to say anything about Capital One Cafe, but I do know that they're open to creative entrepreneurs like me, and they came to me for this amazing partnership and I've just really been enjoying them and learning more about how they can serve my business yeah. and how I can continue to grow with Capital One. So for that, I acknowledge them. Even though I didn't have to say that, that's what I believe. That's when you clap. Thank you, Capital One. Some crowd, huh? <laughs> they're mad just because their venture card doesn't have a high limit. <laughs> Going on here. Even if you don't clap, Paul is going to tell you when to clap. Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, yes. Come on in, guys. Have a seat. Come on in. Yes, please. Come on in. So let's start the podcast. Let's well, start it. it's official. What? We're not alone. <laughs> in fact, we have a whole audience, yes. and we're recording live at the Capital One Cafe in Washington, D.C. This audience looks great, don't they? It, they really do. They Smiling really do. faces, you know, good I people. talked a lot about Capital One, but I got one little problem, Stacey. What? What's I mean, that? what's a man got to do to get on a commercial? <laughs> um, I mean, I'm on TV. I have a book. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm on a billboard. <laughs> you know, and, and the icing. Who do to talk to here to make this happen? You know what, you know what the Who's icing on the cake is? You know what the icing <laughs> on the cake is? What? What's in your wallet? Oh. Don't you want to see that on your TV screens? <laughs> somebody better write somebody. I'm telling you the truth. This is not enough. <laughs> so you're just going to take his job, huh? Just, just that. <laughs> Having said all that, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to politics. Yes, welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, this is my song. You guys know this song? <laughs> like, oh yes, we do. <laughs> Paul Warson, he'll get you hooked. Beauty tips and life advice. How to look good and be feeling nice. Strong woman, strong mind. Being a goddess, you will find. Celebrity homes, iconic faces, TV shows, the synodic places. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul's here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul's here pulling it all together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul's here put pulling it all down. together. He's there for you if you need to feel better. Paul's here pulling it all together. Woo! This is so exciting. I it's, feel like we needed a fan. I, you needed I like know. a Beyonce fan. I, I've got somebody over there just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got a little spittle on me. It's Politics Live. And I am giving one more shout out to this amazing place. This is so awesome. So as always, we're very grateful to our partner over here, Jack Inslee. Yes. A full service radio. He's at the Line Hotel. Y'all know that cool hotel in Adams Morgan? Yeah. Well, it's really Jack beautiful. runs the Line's full service radio, the podcast studio, and he's been a truly amazing partner. And you know who else has been quite amazing? Who? My beautiful and lovely and amazing co-host, Stacey Aww, Rush. Oh, thank you, honey. Thank you. I love seeing you every week. 
You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> as soon as she can make it back from vacation. You better stop. You better stop. Stacey's lo- the only person I know that takes a vacation from her vacation-like Listen, life. I have a three-year-old. Constantly. Need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> well, we are so thankful for yes, all of are. you and the fact that you're here. Um, because we invited some of DC's top uh, um, lifestyle entrepreneurs, as I said before. Yes. And we have to really acknowledge these people and um, the fact that they're doing business here in the nation's capital. Absolutely. And we have a very special guest. We are going to be joined by publicist, brand builder, entrepreneur. It is the man himself, B.J. Coleman. Let's give a big round of applause. He has helped build some of the biggest careers in show business. So we are so excited to have him come out and tell us how he did it. Yeah? I think it's, if you can tell me how to work these glasses. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll work on your career. <laughs> the next minute, it's just gone. <laughs> I just don't know exactly how to do it. I guess before we get started, I just want to quickly shout out some of our existing sponsors. Yes. The Batar Cosmetic Institute, ABE Networks, Mervis Diamonds, because I'm bling. always iced out. <laughs> but unless you're going to get me on the street, in that case, none of it's real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. So we, are in, like... we are in Chinatown. I'm just kidding. I'm just you kidding. You better stop. Well, it's a funny podcast. You understand. <laughs> Metro offices and yeah, we a love beautiful Metro closet offices. boutique in the wharf. So, listen, I think that we should get on to our special guest. Yeah, let's bring him As out. As you said, he is the CEO of Image Elevators, a man who's worked with numerous people, yes. including Hillary Clinton, Kamora Lee Simmons, Method Man, and Queen Latifah. And he's now working with my very good friend and former guest of politics, Miss Vivica A. Fox. We Give it her. up for my friend, Mr. B.J. Corbin! So how many of you remember BJ or know him from coming on Life in the Fab Lane with Kimora Lee Simmons? Yes. Do you remember that show? Yes. We love Kimora. Well, BJ, you burst onto the scene. What year was that? <laughs> um, that show was, I think, came out in 2007. But before that, I've, I've been doing TV a long time before that. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm from D.C. And okay. BET was headquartered in D.C. in the 90s. That's when I grew up here. And I was a posse member on Teen Summit. A posse member wow. back in the day with okay. Ananda Lewis, and we used to tape in Northeast. Very cool. Yeah, but yeah, but Life in the Fab Lane was 2007, <laughs> 2008. Yes. Well, that's what I remember you from. Yes, yes, yes. That's what I remember you from because yeah. I was like, oh my God, she was so fabulous, and yeah. you were like running things. And I said, this guy really understands yeah. branding. Thank you. What has changed about branding and becoming a brand in businesses? Just something you could think of from then to now. Well, that was only 10 years ago. Um, I don't think um, much has changed in terms of the artistic way of branding yourself. And by the way, before I continue, I just want to say congratulations. I love you. I've known you for a very long time. Aww. He's an amazing man, and he's just an amazing personality. I love the way you're branding yourself and what you're doing for yourself, and I'm so honored to be here, so thank you. Oh, thank you, thank BJ. You. Oh, sweet. And I just oh. met Stacy this evening, but she's beautiful, <laughs> and you. I just adore her personality, so I'm very happy to join you. Um, but branding, um, in terms of art, artistry, I, I think 
creative. I think that nothing's really changed um, except for some, maybe some of the techniques. Obviously, I think social media has played a major role. I wish that like Instagram was around back in my television heyday, although yeah. people still stop me to this day, even though it was 10 years ago, sure. yeah. um, from being on that show. Um, but I think that social media is probably the main thing that has changed in terms of branding, not just for individual branding, which mm -hmm. is very, very important, but even, you know, um, corporate and, and, and company branding. Um, it's, it's, a, it's, an, it's an important element in this day and age in terms of being relevant, being seen, and getting your message out. Yeah. Well, you know, you all have heard people say all press is good press, right? Yeah. You know, and as a... I live by that. <laughs> you live by it. Oh, well, do you really? That's yeah. interesting. Well, you know, <laughs> because a lot of businesses, they don't have marketing budgets. And so it's kind of like, well, what do I need to do to get myself some press? So I was just going to ask you, is all press good press? What should we be trying to avoid as business owners just getting going that don't have a big marketing budget? Yeah, well, I think all press is good press. I mean, anytime someone says your name, anytime someone sees your face, anytime someone hears something about you, it's working in your favor. Now, of course, there's those times when you have a crisis or a <laughs> situation, or you might find You're someone so who's crazy. talking badly about you. Um, but that's when crisis management comes in, and that's when a pu great publicist comes in. And even though you could have bad press, the, the talent lies in that publicist's ability to spin it and make it work in your favor. Because at the okay. end of the day, if you're trying to build something, you need to have buzz, and you need to have people yeah. talking about you. And you're not doing nothing if you don't have no haters. So Ooh. haters are going to yeah. come along with yeah. the territory. You just have to be prepared to work it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but small companies that don't have budgets in terms of creating buzz rely on um, word of mouth of your friends. You know, I'm a small boutique agency in the sense that I've been, I have my own agency that I had for a while, but I really rely on, um, aside from getting my name in page six, which is always great, I also rely on just my friends and people that I know to help spread the word about what I have going on, what kind of, what I'm working on, what I'm doing, mm -hmm. being here. My mom, Marcia, is in the audience. She's my second mom. She's taping me right now. And you best believe this is gonna go up on my Instagram. So word of yeah. mouth helps, Instagram helps, build yeah. a following. Again, I think that the, the best thing about social media is that it's a tool that anybody can access. It's not like Scission, which is like a $1,000 service that you use to access people's information and name that are in the industry. But you know, everyone has access to, immediate access to, to your fingertips to get online and to build a following. It really relies on you um, in terms of how creative you are, how smart you are, right. and how ambitious you are to build a brand. Yeah. So how do, how do you differentiate yourself from the masses of people doing that? How do you do that? Well, I think you have to know your audience. Okay. That's very important. You know, you have to know who you're speaking to. Um, and I think that when you know who you're speaking to, then you're better gauged at how to communicate with them. Um, and um, you also have to analyze your competition. What are they doing? You know, um, as, as an author, I'm sure you know, because you know, I've worked with a no number of authors, they always ask you when you write your book, well, what, what book is this like? And then, of course, you're writing your own book, so it's like, well, it's not really like anything. But the publishers and the book people want to know, well, what can they compare it to? Ideally for sales, but in general, what is it like? So you might think that you're doing something that's totally unique and totally different, and you could be right, but at the same time, you still have to have goals, and you have to be able to say, well, who's done this before? Who's done something similar? And do I follow that trajectory, or do I go a different way? And um, if you choose to go a different way, then you have to find those elements in your own talent or whatever it is that you're presenting or your own product that helps reach the market in a unique way. You know, yeah. sometimes you 
have to get the first book out of the way too, because I, you know what I mean? Of course. Sometimes you have to give them what everybody understands, what they've seen before through other authors or other personalities. And also, just to yeah. add, piggyback on that, when it talks about books, it's the same thing when branding yourself. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. new under the sun. So whatever you're doing, it's been done before, or someone's doing it. Whatever you're saying, it's been said before. But right. what makes you unique is that no one has your voice. No one has your experience. No one has your talent. No yeah. one has what you have. So you could say something that's been said a million times over, but it's how you say it, how do you present it, that makes people engaged and excited and want to hear more. Yeah, and warm up to that, definitely, because yeah. some of you all might know that I'm a content creator as well, and so I sell TV shows to networks, and we partner and do all these types of things. And whenever I'm working with talent, one thing I hear a lot is, I want to do something that's never been done before. And, and I'm like, like, click. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to keep the lights on. Yeah. That's why my production company is called Light Bill Productions, because we create content that keeps the lights on. And you trying to do something that's never done before, yeah, that's not, not going to keep my lights on. So, you know, I always <laughs> tell them, you know, warm up just exactly what you're just saying there, because it's okay to do things that people are familiar with, but one thing they haven't seen before is you. Exactly. Right? Is exactly. you. So, yes, we what, all are unique in that way. What do you think is the most important social media platform right now? Uh, I guess I have to say Instagram. Yeah. I, Facebook is facing a lot of trouble. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm actually on the fence. Do I delete my Facebook or, you know, or do I keep it? And I thought about deleting it, but even if you try to delete it, it takes like 30 days for them to approve it to delete it. Yeah. And then you it's lose all that breakup. You're like, oh my God, but we yeah, were so good together. Exactly, exactly. You know, you, you know how in a breakup you romanticize <laughs> yes, the past? Exactly. You look back, you're like, oh, I got 23 more days to get back together. I don't yeah. know. But you know, it's a, it's a very, this. in terms of branding, it's, it's a very interesting thing to study what's happening to Facebook right now. Like, are they going to be able to survive what they're going through? I know I stopped using Facebook around the election time myself. I would see things that people were posting. And even though I wasn't, a fan of some of the people that were running, I was just like, this can't be true. This can't be right. Mm -hmm. It was just popping up on my feed, just things that I wasn't interested in and people advertising on your page. So yeah. Facebook to me is not as important. I, I really rely on Instagram to reach my people and for people to communicate with me and to showcase what I have going on. I think it's more instant. And it's so funny, I was talking to Fred last night, Fred from Media Takeout. Last night I was at an event in New York. And I was talking to him how blogs have even lost their relevance. 10 years ago, you know, I was pitching YBF, Media Takeout, uh, Bossett, Perez Hilton, Jess Jarrett. Those were the outlets I used to pitch 10 years ago for my celebrity clients. And now I'm pitching The Shade Room or yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't know, whoever's on Instagram because you're, you're, the news now, even though I love MSNBC and I love traditional news, I watch, I'm at home every day at 6.30 to catch Lester Holt. But the news now, I, by, the time, by the time Lester has reported it, I've already read it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people here have businesses at different levels. Like, for instance, like Maggie O'Neill. She's an artist that I am extremely fond of. I mean, she is super talented. Her business is booming. At what point do we reach out to someone like you, a publicist, and we decide that we want to engage a publicist to then take us to the next level? Well... I'm the Dolce & Gabbana of publicity, so I mean, my prices are pretty heavy. Oh, hefty. okay. Um, but th that's just- <laughs> Did that hurt y'all like it hurt me? Well, that's my just being fair. My know? neck got a crooked. 
But you pay for what you get for. <laughs> yeah, okay. you know, you get, I mean, you get what you pay for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think to be honest, no matter where you're at in your career, as an individual, as a corporation, as a brand, I really feel like you need a publicist. Unfortunately, if you know, you're just starting out and you don't have a budget for a publicist, then you kind of have to take on that role in, on your own or find someone to do it for you at a discounted rate. But of course, at a discounted rate, like I said, you get what you pay for. Um, so, you know, it's, it's best, you know, to have someone in your corner and grow with them. But I want to talk about that for just one moment because people always are quick to say, small business owners, oh, I don't have the budget. I don't have the budget. But you are in the business of creating opportunities that create income for businesses, right? Of course. So let's talk about that because, you know, certainly people look at their books and they're like, I don't know. I don't see how I can squeeze out a D&G PR right. retainer. <laughs> of course, of course. But... What can you bring to a business that you believe in that will then help them grow and get in to terms the point? of what free and service? No, no, ah. no. In terms of somebody that that's doesn't that's investing feel like, in me, that's paying yeah, for my yeah, service. Yeah, yeah. They, they initially don't right. feel like they can afford it or whatever, but they don't really understand the value. The value agree, of what agree. You're doing. I mean, Bill Gates said it. It's a very popular PR quote. Bill Gates said, if he was down to his last dollar, he would spend it on PR. That's just a fact. I mean, it's a very useful marketing tool. You know, um, public relations falls under the umbrella of marketing. Um, but it's a very useful tool because it helps you develop, maintain your relationship with your audience through various techniques, obviously, through blogs and online outlets, to television, radio, print media, and things of that nature. Um, but I think, you know, I understand my client's bottom line, and that's to earn more money. And the only reason why you want to invest in public relations is so that you can increase your hype, build your following, um, ultimately to make more money. You know, what's the point of having a following if people aren't going to invest in you or if they're not paying for your services or they're not paying for your product? Um, so um, you can't do that on, on your own, particularly if you're creative. If you're a singer, you've got to focus on the art of singing. You've got to maintain your lungs. You've got to stay out from the clubs. You've got to do your trills or whatever it takes to be a singer. You know, I don't know. I've Ooh. never been a singer. I'm but, like, are they doing you know, all or that? If, or if you're, or, or, <laughs> you know, if you're creative and you're building, you know, you come up with the newest way to curl your hair, then you're focused on product and inventory yeah, yeah. and money. Yeah. But you, you know, you need someone who's creative on that back end side, who can network on your behalf, who can pitch you, who can tell your narrative, who can help um, reach the street level and really help you build. Because a publicist will take you from zero to a hundred in terms of visibility and in terms of money. So, okay. you know, one thing that I realized from a lot of people in this group, see, not everybody owns their own business, but you can still be an entrepreneur of your own expertise. So there are a lot of people that want to build their brands as an expert, but yet they work for the man. So, do you know yeah. what I mean? And there's or so many the experts man could be the woman, too. Do you know what I mean? They work right. for somebody else that usually wants the glory. Yeah. But they are the heartbeat of the business. Uh-oh, did I strike on something? Everybody's over there like, don't look to the left. <laughs> so crazy. Don't look at that side of the room. So <laughs> what's a good strategy for people that are experts working for another business that they don't necessarily own in terms of building their brand but not in a way that is going to get them fired? It's hard to do. I mean, I did that. When I, when I was um, working um, for other people, I, when I was in the house with Russell and Kimora, I was still doing my own thing. Because I had come from a television background, they allowed me to do VH1 things or BET things. Um, 
but I knew that I was very limited because no matter where I went or no matter what I did, I was representing them. So I was very conscious of that. Even yeah. as an individual entity now, I'm still very conscious of the fact that I represent Vivica Fox, yeah. Michael Jai White, yeah. Tatiana Ali, or whomever in the streets. So I have to be mindful that someone might know them, and if I'm acting up, it's going to get back to them. That's going to mess up my money. So, um, but I can, do, I can still have a little bit more leeway as my own entity to do things like this without asking permission, to build on my own, to manage my own Instagram. You know, I know what's best for me. So it was just easier for me to be on my own, um, even though I learned a great deal working for Naomi Campbell or working with Russell and Kimura. You were for Naomi? <sighs> Did we? What? Really? I got a little Naomi story too, we'll talk after. I tell my, all my stories <laughs> oh. now. <laughs> Who wants to hear a Naomi story? I want to hear, hear a Naomi story. What I want to hear it. What happened? What happened? You weren't the assistant, were you, that she threw the phone at? Oh. No, 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 no. I don't See, think it, that was him. No, Naomi. <laughs> He's like, no, it was not. We'll talk after the show. <laughs> but no, that was not me. You don't want to be recorded. No, I don't want to. But, but the thing about Naomi is Naomi has a very tough schedule. She can be in five different continents in five different days. Wow. And aside from that, you know, you're a model. You're watching what you're eating. You're working. And She's hungry. Maybe that's what this is all about. <laughs> okay. Wait a minute. Okay. I just had an epiphany. You are so Naomi funny. Naomi Campbell was hungry this whole time. <laughs> oh my God. She has so a strong. Crazy. I'm gonna put it like this. Naomi has a strong <laughs> personality, which I'm sure everybody has heard about, and she likes that in whoever she's working with, dating or whatever. She wants to meet her match, you know. And and I'll leave it at that. Yeah. And I'm no pushover, so there you have it. Yeah. There, yes. Yes. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. She wants someone that has the same amount of passion that she has. She's very There's passionate, wrong with exactly. That. Until they have the same amount of passion that she has. <laughs> and y'all know what I'm talking about. Because I know those people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't come up in here talking like me. Don't come up in here talking like me. Um, so you work with, we, we were saying earlier in the show that you work with one of my close friends, Vivica A. Fox. Yes. Who absolutely adores you. And I think yes. the relationship is, I mean, the sibling, best friend, PR is indistinguishable at this point. It is. How do you build such a relationship, or how did you build that relationship with her, and, and where do you see this going? Because she's doing, like, y'all know she has, like, 20 jobs. She had a daytime talk Always. show. She's in movies. She's, in yeah. she's on Empire. Yeah, she's an amazing yeah. talent and an amazing force. Um, their questions are so loaded. Um, I met her years ago when I was at Baby Fat and Fat Farm. I really built up a lot of my celebrity, celebrity relationships there because before I was there, there was no PR director. So I kind of built a whole in-house PR division for them. And in doing so, I built up their celebrity cl clientele. And I was dressing everyone from Madonna to Whitney Houston to Rihanna to Beyonce, really. I dressed everybody. Yeah. And in, dress, in dressing them, I would go to their hotels. I would lunch with them. I would have to woo them. I mean, let's face it. We all know Baby Fat was no... High end oh, brand. Oh now you're oh now you're quiet. <laughs> but 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 just so you all know, our technique to getting people to wear it was we were an aspirational brand and what we sold was the lifestyle and we wanted people to feel like okay if you wear baby fat, then you're making it to the next level or you're you're graduating, you're you're yeah. still fabulous. You can't afford Cavalli, but you can afford baby fat, you know? And so that was our goal and it worked. And so anyway, I say that to say that I Vivica was a great client. 
And I met her, and we just vibed, and it was just great. And then when I started my own agency in 2009, Vivica has never worked with a publicist. She's had people in and out of her life, certainly studio people and network people and things of that nature. But she never had a, an official publicist. And That's I knew, so shocking to hear. I know. But that makes, which makes her rise story even all the more fascinating yeah. and fabulous. Yeah. Um, but she never had a publicist. So in 2009, I, I said, well, Vivica, I had Tatiana Ali at that point. I had another doctor um, in, in New York. So I, had, I was just building the agency, but Vivica would come to New York. And I was like, Vivica, well, why don't I just work with you for free? Actually, because I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a good look for me. She's a star. Right. I'm starting off. I need to prove to people that I can make it on my own. It's not Kamora didn't make me or nobody made me, whatever the perception was. We'll get back to the free part later because I want to talk about that a little bit too. Because, I mean, this group is a little past the free stage maybe in their life. But I think starting out sometimes. I did offer her free services. Yeah. Because the win-win the for me was I had an A-list star under my roster. Yeah. And at this That's time, a great way to start. Yeah, hello. <laughs> and although I was well known, there's a power in television. Having coming, come off that show, I was very well known, and people knew me, and I think people respected me. And I, to this day, I think I'm, you know, my reputation precedes me as such. Um, but she knew that I was good at what I did, so she gave me the chance. And it's so good so that like, maybe after a year and a half, 20 years, she's like, okay, so what's your rate? Uh, I, I, I value your service. And um, even though she's a great friend, she's like a sister, like you said, um, I still, because even, I would be more loose with her when we're out um, doing whatever, but I'm always a bit more refined because at the end of the day, she pays me. Right. Even though we're right. friends and we were friends before she paid me, at the end of the day, it's like I, rep, I, I treat her like I treat any other client. So I, I know that I can never get too comfortable. I have to stay in my lane. I play my position. And that's for any client that I have. And, and, I, and I develop friendships with all my clients. I can't help it. To know me is to love me, you know? But that's just the truth. That is. And so <laughs> all my clients love me, and I, and I love them. And that's what makes our relationship work. And, and I think that part of the key to my ability to help my clients is I'm a truly fans of their work. I can't sign someone or work with someone if I can't if I'm not a fan of their work, because how am I going to sell you, or how am I going to talk to you, how am I going to be at a meeting and, and, and say I love this person, or this is why you need to be writing about them, or this is why you need to cover them, if I don't really believe it. So, um, yeah, say lovey. You all ever have a great aunt in your family, and they're like, he love himself, don't he? <laughs> <laughs> he love himself. Well, they talk that about? about me. No, my great aunt, I have a great aunt. He love himself. <laughs> and I'm like, I sure do. <laughs> I well, if you don't do. love yourself first, you know. Right? Yeah. How are you going to love somebody else? Right. Well, we're going to be wrapping up soon with so BJ. Quick. I really, I know, right? I know. Yeah. yeah. But it's, I have you know, a million questions in Chinatown, you. things shut down. <laughs> you know, we got to get out of here, y'all. It's Chinatown. He's like, hold on. We got to walk together okay. down the street. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you are so awful. I'm just having so fun. Oh, oh, really? You didn't think it? <laughs> put, somebody put, put these rings somewhere. Get me out. Uh, pull the car. I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> does anybody have any burning question? I know yeah. that different people are, have different businesses in different areas that they would like to ask BJ in this moment. Maggie? I want to go back to the uh, you get what you pay for, which I What's your business if you don't How know? She's an artist. How much does it cost in the back is what she asked, yeah. basically. <laughs> well, I think... Or, yeah, the benchmark. Yeah. I mean, it's pro 
for PR in particular, I think, um, you know, I think if you want, um, I think there are levels. Um, and to be honest, my rates start at 5,000 a month for basic PR services and they go up from there. And I think mid-level publicists probably charge somewhere between 25 to 3,000. And then, you know, um, new publicists probably would charge between 1,000 to 1,500 a month on a retainer. Uh, my rates are higher for events and things like that. Um, but if you're, you know, if you're new and you don't have a team, you might want to um, even, instead of looking at a publicist, although a publicist is great, maybe you might want to find a creative director or a marketing. She has a team. Oh, 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 that's oh, right. Oh, that one? Oh, I'll tell you after oh, the show. Oh, oh okay. She, oh, that little $5,000? Oh, she got that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Maggie but other people, other people might want to know. That's Maggie. That's crazy. He's like, she's good. <laughs> yeah, but other people might want to know. Well, yeah. I, I, I would, I, if I, to be honest, I would be very leery about someone charging $1,500 a month. But if that's all you can afford, I'm sure they're going to do their best, but don't expect the world. I think the biggest problem that people think is that they think that PR happens overnight. It does not happen overnight. I get clients who contract me for six months, and I always say I do a minimum of six months only because I think it takes at least that long before you're going to see the PR results. Because you have to realize magazines like Vogue or long lead magazines, monthly magazines, they work three, four months in advance. So a magazine like Vogue is already working on Valentine's Day if not maybe Mother's Day, to be honest. So um, it takes six months to see the results. And even six months, you're just scratching the surface. Yeah. So you know, at 1500 a month, you know, depending on the person, I mean, they can only do so much with that money. Because PR, is, aside from coming up with a creative pitch on your behalf and communicating with media on your behalf, it takes a certain amount of wooing, networking and being out on the street, inviting people to dinners, sending them gifts. You know, you got to get people on your side. You got to win them over, not for your sake, but for your client's sake. And, you know, and, you know no matter how you feel, you have to get up, show up, dress up, and never give up. Ooh! Oh. Well, on that note, I want to thank <laughs> the fabulous BJ yeah. Coleman of you, Image BJ. Elevators. Thank you, BJ. You it have been an awesome. amazing friend all these yes. years. I wish you nothing but success. Thank I want to thank my mutual. fabulous co-host, Stacey Rush. Oh, thank you, Stacey. <laughs> I want to thank the Capital One Cafe. Thank you so much. Yes, Capital One wonderful. Cafe. There are ambassadors in the back. If you need to check your funds, <laughs> get your money right. Get you one of them good adventure cards. I just paid get my Capital One card Get you a line. You just paid yesterday. it down. I'm, okay, my, they called me today. I'm going to holler at them. I'm going to holler at them. But the ambassadors are in the back. And I just want to continue to thank everybody that supports me. Sydney, AJ, Janelle. Girl, I can't do without you. Yay, these, Janelle. These people be showing up. I, I don't know. I don't know why sometimes. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thank all of you all for coming. Listen, exchange information with each other. Give your business cards out. And make sure that you know that you have a friend in banking at the Capital One Cafe. And tell your friends about politics. We yes. love you. Good night. Thank you. <laughs>